Good morning and welcome to Cup of Bro on KCLU 88.1 FM. My name is Chase Madison. Joining me in the studio today is Luke Magnetti. Good morning, Luke. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing quite well, Chase. How are you? We sound pretty good. This is our first time both in the studio here at the University of Missouri, Columbia, um, at the KCOU s- s- uh, studio underneath the Student Center. Um, this is kind of officially episode one. If you are a Columbia local here over the summer, we did some shows. You can find us also online at k- kcou.fm. Um, we have a stream there or on the radio at 88.1 FM. Or the TuneIn Radio app. Don't forget yes. about the TuneIn Radio app. Yes, yes. There's a lot of ways to be able to stream the show. Um, and we have a Twitter, at Cup of Bros Show. So go follow it. So uh, good morning. How is everyone doing? Uh, this is our first episode of the fall. Uh, the summer looked a little bit different. We had... Uh, my friend Luke here over on Zoom, and I was in the studio here in Columbia. Um, so this is a new show that um, I kind of dreamt of and then put into fruition, and now we're here. Um, what would you describe this show as, Luke? Uh, it's it's a mix between, like, sports and, you know, just getting to know the people behind the sports as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a great, great way to describe it. I would say a sports lifetime, lifestyle show. Um, the funny thing is, is so it's a little bit of a coffee pun, and we're not going to shy away from the coffee jokes or the coffee talk because uh, that is an element of the show. So kind of funny story. Um, on Snapchat, I freshman year and then... Pretty much ever since on out, I've been reviewing coffees on my phone and giving them scores and whatnot. And so um, it started as just Cup of Bro, and now we have a show on KCLU Sports 88.1 FM. Um, so what are your thoughts on coffee, Luke? You know, it's it's for some people, you know, uh, not for me. Never had it. Uh, you know, uh Stick to chalky milk myself, uh, but coffee's just not for me. So that's that's my thoughts on it. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, every show, uh, we're going to start with a little introduction and just what's going on in our world. And if we have a guest, we will introduce the guest. Currently, Luke is the reoccurring guest. Uh, but he is a new KCOU member and uh, will eventually be the full-time second host of cup of bro um just yeah uh yeah excited excited to uh for when that time comes yeah yeah anyways um so we're going to have guests potentially in the future other than luke and if they're a coffee lover they will share their uh, coffee fandom with myself and maybe we will share some coffee talk um but today is just luke and i which is still great um we uh are going to do this one thing in the first segment of the show it's going to be broken down into three parts of the show um where i review a coffee and give it a score um and if you're interested and you think it sounds good you go out and try it yourself um and then tweet at cup bro show 
Yeah, tweet at us at Cup of Bro Show. Um, and then after this first intro segment, we are going to have the current sports segment, the meat and potatoes of the show. Um, and then our third segment is the bro segment. It's what makes this show unique, what makes this show its own. And that is the segment where we talk about sports off the field and what is happening in the real world. You know, we'll be from everywhere from Brooks versus Bryson to Aaron Rodgers drama. We had a lot of it this summer, which was kind of fun. Vacation gate. Exactly. And so Space Jam 2. Stuff like that where it's an athlete or it's a sport that something's happening that is just unique or unusual off the field. And we're going to talk about it and chalk it up here on KCLU 88.1 FM. So um, that is Cup of Bro. That is what we have to offer Fridays at 9 a.m., sticking with you the entire fall semester here at Mizzou. Um, So today, Luke, I have a special coffee to talk about. Special coffee. Well... It's a new drink to the Starbucks lineup for fall. Um, Don't tell me. No. Don't tell me it's what I think it is. I think it might be what you think it is, but what do you think it is? Is it is it the pumpkin spice latte, Chase? It is not pumpkin spice. I was thinking we'd save that to a later episode. Luke is clapping here in the studio. This is wonderful. So the pumpkin spice is where you see just thrown everywhere in the fall. It's just, a, they throw up pumpkin spice, it feels like, um, from coffee to cereal to literally everything. Uh, so I was going to wait a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I love a pumpkin spice cold brew from Starbucks, but I I wanted to wait because it's too hot out. I feel like it's an October kind of thing. Yeah, they're, they're introducing know? fall, and it's going to be in the, the mid-90s today in Columbia, Missouri. Only the mid-90s, not the high-90s? I'm not sure. We had a little bit of rain yesterday. A so. little. That was a good amount yesterday. It's like, yeah, mid-90s. Mid-90s. 95's the high. Yeah, so I I, could, I couldn't twist my arm to go pumpkin spice when it's going to be in the 90s. But I did go with a fall selection drink because I was like, I have never seen this before. I got to hop on and review it. Um, that is an apple crisp macchiato. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I, like, like, where's the crisp? I, they always just can. They could just say apple, but like, I guess they added the crisp to it. So it's just a basically what a caramel macchiato is, but instead of the caramel drizzle and caramel infused milk, that's like the creamer part of the macchiato. Um, it is infused with an apple caramel syrup, um, and I have not officially reviewed it yet, uh, but. I've had over half of it, and it's pretty good. Um, I definitely think <clears throat> I need to order it again and see um, if it could be made better. It, a lot of the syrup was getting stuck to the bottom of the cup. Um, but um, I think I'll still give it a score for today. Um, what do you? What do you? What is your guess? Well, first, I'm going to say for those on the caramel side of the caramel or caramel debate, I'm with you. It's caramel. Uh, Chase was kind of triggering me saying caramel. Caramel. I think it depends. Caramel. Well, okay, but back to the score. Um, Based on production, and I know that nothing can ever be a 10, I'm going to say it's a solid 6.8. 
Okay, okay, okay. That's a good guess. Um, I am a hard grader, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. Now, it didn't mix as well with the coffee as I thought it would. Well, I didn't really have too much of uh, expectations. Yeah, I didn't know what I was getting into um, or sipping into. Um, but the syrup was really good. But then as it mixed, as the macchiato got mixed, not as good. Um, I think if it's made better, I'll maybe give it a higher score. But for today, I'm going 7-2. Dang it. One of these times, I'm going to get it exactly right. And it's gonna I be had legendary. that score before you said yours. So I, I figured that you had it before I, I said it. I was actually deciding between 7-2 and 7-5 because I think it is really a high, A really high grader. It's a ref- on the on for all the copies that you've graded. It's a refreshing drink. Um, it's not bad. If it's in the sixes, it's not bad. It's just like probably not going to order that again. Anything below a six, kind of go home. Yeah, once Chase starts getting into sevens, I know he really likes that coffee. I hardly ever. I've seen nines before. I don't think I've ever seen an eight. Never seen an eight. I'll from have you. to look at the the spreadsheet. Well, but from when I from when I started seeing it, so yeah. Um, well, on the top- topic of coffee, I think that pretty much wraps up our grande segment of the show. The entree round. No, the appetizer the appetizer round. round. My bad, my if bad. you're a Chop fan, that was the appetizer round of our show. <laughs> that was our mystery basket. Yeah, and, you know, it's uh, this show is a work in progress. Um, every day we're learning new Continue things. Continue to evolve. And... Yeah, we're going to try to build it into a um, a good brew and a good listen. No puns intended there. All right, so we're going to take a little bit of a break, and we're going to come back for um, a bunch of talk. We have college football week zero. We got some Mizzou soccer, NFL quarterback carousels, and some European soccer. You're listening to Cup of Bro on KCOU 88.1 FM. Check out my new time machine. Does it work? Hit the button. Hey, it's Napoleon. Oui. Check out the future. Hey, you have a nice house. Why don't I? You didn't save any money, buddy. If only there was a way I could go back in time and fix that. Yeah. Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks. Feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. What does your smile say about you? Are you happy? Confident? Friendly? Getting and keeping that smile takes work. Proper brushing and flossing daily and drinking fluoridated water. Fluoridated water has been in use for 75 years and is considered the most safe, equitable, and cost-effective way to prevent tooth decay. A healthy smile means a healthy person and a healthy community. For more information, visit health.mo.gov. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Welcome back to Cup of Bro on KCOU 88.1 FM. My name is Chase Madison. Joining me here in the studio is Luke Magnanti. 
This is our first episode of the semester, um, kicking off on a great start to the morning. If you missed the first little block, we talked about what Cup of Bro is. It is a coffee show with a lot of sports and a little bit of life, and yeah, yeah, and some Luke singing. He, that's pretty good. Some Bruno Mars in the background. Anderson Pack as well, you know. Yeah, great duo. I think they just they bounce off of each other like. Can't wait till that album comes out. Like a like ping pong players, you know, like playing just back and forth. Yeah, like a volley. It's great. Um, you mix like so many sports together. That I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, well, you know, I like to intertwine and in- interfuse, uh, emulsify. That's a good word. That is a Scrabble word. Well, it's too many letters actually than you get in Scrabble, but. You could build off other. Yeah, totally. Um, anyways, welcome to the second segment of Cup of Bro, the venti segment in Starbucks terms. We don't do talls here, so we go grande, venti, and trenta for all you coffee drinkers. So we're starting off with college football week zero. This is a big week for Luke. Yes, sir. Yes, Why is sir. that, Luke? Um. My UCLA Bruins are playing on Fox at 2.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 12.30 Pacific, 3.30 Eastern, 1.30 Mountain Time, and I think about 10.30 Hawaiian Standard Time. I might be off on that. But it's the opening of the college football season, and I'm excited. Yeah, as you should be. Um, good game, UCLA versus Hawaii. Uh, yeah. What What are your thoughts on UCLA's quarterback? Uh, honestly, I don't think he should be our starting quarterback. I think uh, we have more promising talent in our bench. And either, I think his name is Chase Griffin, who started against Oregon and almost won the game last year against Oregon. Who's, is it Dorian... Dorian Thompson Robinson's our current starter. Yeah. Okay. And we also have this transfer from Washington who got a, who didn't who can play immediately. His name is Ethan Garbers. He is the backup. He won the backup job. Yeah. Right? So Ethan Garbers in high school, his senior year, he put up seventy passing touchdowns to six interceptions. Seventy-one passing touchdowns to six interceptions. Wow. And added about another twelve rushing touchdowns to go on top of it. I think he is our quarterback of the future. So I'd like to see him now because. Chip Kelly's offense is a run-heavy scheme, so we can sort of like ease him into the college football game, especially a game against Hawaii where we're favored by like 17 and a half, right? And we have two great running backs, Braden Brown, a sixth-year grad transfer, super senior, you know, mm-hmm. who is big back, big powerful back. He's played last year as well. And then we also have this transfer from Michigan who's – who went to Oaks Christian uh, High School, a the same high school as Kayvon Thibodeau. They played together in high school. Five-star running back who averaged great yards this freshman year at Michigan. Only played one game last year. But I'm looking for him to be a breakout star, especially with our offensive line, who should be very strong in the running game. Gotcha. Yeah, well, should be a good game. It's always fun to start off. The UCLA is winning, by the way. Just I want to make that very well known. UCLA is winning. We're at home. Um, next, we could talk about briefly the game of the week next week, uh, or this Saturday. What, Alcorn State and NC, uh, I think it's NC Central. Yes, Alcorn State, NC Central, college game day. They're going to it? 
Yeah, it's the uh, it's the game day this week. Alcorn State, NC Central. Nice. Who who you got winning that one? Just um, NC Central. I'm gonna go with Alcorn State on this one. You know, uh, I just have a feeling that Alcorn State is is gonna be a powerhouse this year. So I'm gonna go with Alcorn State in. Is NC Central where J.R. Smith goes, or am I wrong? NC A and T. I'm oh, pretty sure. Then I'm not as high on NC Central. I was rooting for J.R. Smith and his school, but that makes sense. Um, okay, so that is the college game day game of the week, um, which I think is pretty cool. The other games we have are interesting matchups. Like some of them are like pretty cool matchups. Then some of them are like where, why, how. Um, so next is Fresno State versus UConn, um, and then Nebraska versus Illinois. Um, U uh, the UTEP or the University of Texas El Paso versus New Mexico State, which I think is a great game. And then Southern Utah versus San Jose State. I didn't know Southern Utah had a D1 football team, but I guess they do. Uh, they, they might be FCS. Oh, is San Jose State FCS or is it just a... No, con? Division One can play FCS schools. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, they pay them a lot of money, but okay, they so can play them. Other than UCLA versus Hawaii, what game are you most excited for? Most excited for? Um... As much as I don't, as much as I'm not excited for about any of these other games, just because of who's playing, I'm gonna say Nebraska versus Illinois. I would say the Fresno State versus UConn game, but I think UConn might actually be the worst team in Division One if they're still in Division One. I. I don't know if they're still in Division One. UConn. I. Yeah, UConn. I believe they're still in Division One. Yeah, UConn. Even though they've gone nine and thirty in their past. Three yeah, years. U- UConn might actually be the worst team in Division One. So I would say Fresno State and whoever they were playing if it wasn't UConn. But I'm going to go with Nebraska versus Illinois, opener to the Big Ten season. You know, mm-hmm. both these schools have been towards the bottom of the Big Ten recently. And, uh, you know, Nebraska's under investigation. And we'll see. Maybe one of these two teams can be the sleeper team of the Big Ten this year. Yeah. And so um, looking at some of these lines for college football week zero, <clears throat> I'll quickly go through my <clears throat> picks and kind of thoughts on the games. Um, if you're into sports wagering, uh, these are some lines. Now, granted, I just am saying these for fun. I'm not actually putting real money on the line. But if I had to put real money on the line, I like Illinois plus seven against Nebraska. Uh, I think that's a good line. I also like Fresno. Minus 27 and a half versus UConn. I think that's a blowout. And then um, I like the under 68 in the UCLA-Hawaii game. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to really come down to Hawaii in that game for the over-under. It yeah. um, comes down to the Hawaii offense, personally. Yeah, and then um, those are just my thoughts. But, you know, it's it's a good lineup of games. Obviously, it's week zero, so it's like... You know, it's only a couple games. Not like yeah, not like a lot, a lot. There's not too many marquee matchups. However, we're still going to be excited for college football and just being able to see teams take the field, fans in the stands, the whole shebang. Anyways, um, moving on from that, we have a lot still to talk about. Uh, Mizzou soccer 
Mizzou only has a women's soccer team that is D1. They have a men's club team uh, that's just based off of scholarship, I believe, and like Title IX because of how big the football team is. They only have a women's soccer team. So uh, they were supposed to play last night. That game got postponed to this morning. So uh, if you're here in Columbia and you want to go watch the Tigers play, I believe it's free admission, 11 a.m. at Audrey Walton Stadium. Um, they're starting off the season, though, 0-2, Luke. What are your thoughts? Um, you know, I'm not super – I'm going to say it. I'm not the biggest soccer uh, goer here. But from what I know about college soccer – I would uh kind of, uh, two big losses. I know they lost to Illinois. Who did they lose to the other game? Do you know? Um, they've lost to Illinois and then I believe Nebraska. All right. So losing to those two schools aren't known to be the biggest soccer powerhouses in uh, the NCAA. So if Missouri is truly looking to have a deep tournament run this year. You know, going up against teams from the Pac-12, schools like Santa Clara, who I think won last year, uh, schools from the ACC, you know, these big powerhouse soccer, women's soccer teams. Uh, they're going to need to beat teams like Illinois and Nebraska, and they're going to have to probably start beating them convincingly. So, yeah, well, um, talk about beating them convincingly. They were actually losing convincingly. Um, the game today, I never clarified, is versus Indiana State, the Sycamores at 11 a.m. Shout out Larry Bird. Yeah, shout out Larry Bird, Larry Legend. Um, so, yeah, the first game was last Thursday. Uh, or no, not last Thursday. No, yes, last Thursday, August 19th. Um, I was there versus Illinois. And my well, we don't need to talk too much about this, but it's a new coach, second coach in the program history. Um I just I'm a little bit worried this season. They have a lot of freshmen and there is some talented girls, but they're just a little bit undersized and working on finding a mesh together. You know, are they are they a young squad or uh, they don't have too many seniors or seniors that play significant minutes. Um, so I think the new coach is trying to place more freshmen to kind of set the tone. Um, but yeah, so they lost versus Illinois four nothing, and they lost versus Nebraska five nothing. That's pretty convincing losses. Um, yeah, so we'll have to see what they can do today at 11 a.m. Last night was postponed due to inclement weather. Crazy weather. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. Um, like a good RKO out of nowhere. They don't start SEC play until September 16th. But, yeah, uh, it's an interesting thing to see. And they're just one of the Mizzou sports that is already underway um, here at KCOU 8.1 FM, we cover a lot of Mizzou sports. Another Mizzou sports starting up today, women's volleyball. Volleyball, they play, yep. I think, UMKC at 12.30 today at the Hearn Center. Yeah, that sounds right. Another game at 7.30 or 7, I want to say. Yeah. I don't remember who. And then they play tomorrow as well. And it's they a, play Creighton tomorrow at like 3. I believe they're hosting a little It's a hosting, like, they're like hosting a little invitational, yeah. yeah. So every team's playing. Nice. Every well, team. we are uh, unbiased here uh, at KCOU 88.1 FM, but we do like to talk about the Tigers. And, um, yeah. So uh, the next thing we want to talk about um, in our middle segment, you know, we did shows over the summer, Luke, and felt like the time flew by. 
we're big do- time. We're doing all right today. You know, we're having a good conversation. Maybe you're on your drive to work. Maybe you just got out of bed, um, and you're sipping your coffee, listening to Cup of Bro here on KCOU 88.1 FM. So the next thing we're going to talk about. Uh, I have an error to point out. Thank you, Nick Swanson from uh, fellow KCOU shows, um, Unfiltered KCOU, late night show. Uh, we're playing, uh, Mizzou's playing St. Louis early today, UMKC late today. So the St. Louis game's at 1230. Oh. UMKC's at like 7, 730. Okay. Well, that is why we have listeners. If we say something you don't like or just something straight up wrong, Please let us know. tweet at us <laughs> or let us know. Um, we try to keep it pretty lighthearted here on KCLU, but sometimes Luke is wrong. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, I'm wrong a good amount of times. <laughs> but other, I'm also right a good amount of times as well. Yeah, we're going to have to get into some contests and stuff later on through the year. We did set a little bit of a friendly wager for the mock draft. We had a mock draft extravaganza but both of us got the same amount of picks right between us so, so did our friend uh so did our friend uh james john knowlton uh <laughs> my roommate he hosts a couple shows here on KCU three idiot three shows FM. i can't even do my joke of two because he hosts three yeah anyways um thank you to nicholas swanson for that friendly recommendation and correction <clears throat> Next, let's talk about the NFL a little bit, Luke. Is this the this is like one of the first times we've talked about the NFL, haven't we? I think I think it might be like one of the first. Despite talking about Aaron Rodgers like and, actually talking NFL and football. how many airline miles he's racking up. Yeah, I think this is we we're back at it. They are back on the field and hitting pads, which is just great. Um so today we obviously we have a the last week of preseason is I believe this, this week. week. Yeah. I want to say. And then teams have to get to cuts and then getting down to a 53-man roster, probably see some trades and some maybe free agent signings within that time. And then the season actually, because the preseason's shorter, they have a little bit of time off kind of. Obviously, they'll be practicing and preparing. But the official NFL season doesn't start um, until two weeks from yesterday. Uh, the NFL season starts September 9th, which is a Thursday night. Oh, so it's after next It's weekend. after college football. So yeah. next week we'll be able to talk about all the college football coming up next weekend. Um, and then the week after that, we'll be able to talk about the first NFL game because it will be that Thursday night. Well, yeah, well, I've talked about what how the game went down and stuff like yes, that. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, and that game is, I'm trying to think. I think it might have been Cowboys. No, I don't think it's Cowboys. Um, it is Cowboys Buccaneers Week One. What is it in Tampa or is it in Dallas? It is in Tampa. Sorry, Arlington, not Dallas. Well, I don't even think the Raymond James Stadium is in technically Tampa, but maybe it is. Um, I, don't I don't know. I haven't been to Tampa. I have driven by it. Never been there. Um, it's a cool stadium, though. Uh, it's not as close to the downtown, though. It's more closer to the airport. Um, if you're in the Tampa area. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so about the NFL, um, I think the biggest news for Mizzou and for people in Columbia, Drew Locke officially benched. Broncos are starting Teddy Bridgewater. What are your thoughts? 
Uh, I think the Broncos are playing it safe here. Um, when you For Drew Locke, what you'd get is you'd have the potential, I think, for a higher ceiling, but a significantly lower floor in his play. Locke's more prone to making errors than Bridgewater is. So I think what they decided to do, especially with the receiving core that they have, where you know that receiving core could take over games, no problem. Give them, give themselves a chance. Limit turnovers. Limit negative plays. Go with Teddy Bridgewater. But this could change. I think Drew Locke has been playing well over the preseason. If he continues to play well over practice, and Bridgewater's play drops down a little bit, we could see Drew Locke being the starter. Maybe about like week six. So, I personally uh, don't like this move. And it's not even for me just, like, being a homer towards, like, Drew Locke or a Mizzou fan. Um, what I don't like about this is that you, you had a first-round pick at pick nine, the Broncos did. Justin Fields was there. Mac Jones was there. They could have gone a different avenue. They could have said, this is the future. We're going to bring in a rookie and... There were some talented quarterbacks there because Mac well, Jones and Justin Fields were available at nine. Also, they refused to trade for Matthew Stafford because they were asking for Drew Locke. Yeah, so they've shown expressed interest that Drew Locke's their guy or they're not taking a rookie. They take Patrick Sertain after signing um, the guy from the Bears. Um, the Bears let go. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, anyways, they signed some corners already, so they were already building their cornerback core or defensive back um, they're secondary. Yeah, they're building their secondary, and then they draft one of the highest um, corners in the draft, which, don't get me wrong, Patrick Sertain, the seconds look great. Great player. Um, great player. He's another, like, son of an NFL, former NFL player that's just going to adapt really quick. But So they do that, and then they bring in Teddy Bridgewater, but I just think you've shown so much interest in Drew Locke that this is a mistake because – you know, you're kind of wasting his potential. He He's at a place where he could explode again and really start to hone in, and I think the competition helped him. He looked great in some of the preseason. Um, but, you know, he's being humble about it, and he's being – or not humble. He's, he's being, being professional about professional it. Professional about it um, and empathetic for Teddy Bridgewater. Um so, yeah, we'll just have to see how it goes. I don't think Teddy looked great last year on the Panthers, but um, it is what it is. The next thing that we were going to talk about actually either broke or, this morning. but it's been confirmed. We'll, we'll, still, we'll still give our opinions. We have Mr. Jameis Winston starting for the New Orleans Saints Pelicans. <laughs> I almost said Pelicans. I don't know why. Dude, I could tell you were, you were thinking about it. Um. Yeah, over Taysom Hill, um, Drew Brees retired, and they both were on the roster. Jameis Winston was kind of the headset dude, um, kind of learning things last year, and then they used Taysom a ton. And I expect them to still use Taysom um, the way they did with Drew Brees, but Jameis is the starter. He's the one suiting up and being leading that huddle week one. What are your thoughts? I think this is 100% the correct decision. Uh, any... Taysom Hill in his career, I don't remember. The amount of passes that he's attempted in his career is absolutely minuscule. Yeah, you know, maybe. Davis had more passing touchdowns in that 30 and 30 season than Taysom Hill's attempts in his career, I think. I think Taysom Hill's a very fun player, and I love his drive and effort, but 
You know, maybe they put him back at tight end, like that whole ESPN fantasy debacle last year. Um, what position is Taysom? He might be all the positions on the football field at Peyton Haverman. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a good move. I think, you I think know, it's the correct move. Don't need to spend any more time on it. It's a good move. Next up, Fitzmagic in Washington. Looks like he's going to start week one for them. I love this. I think this is a great move. Ron Rivera made the call. Um, yeah, I think it's fun that we're going to get to see uh, Fitzmagic again. Yeah, I mean, especially a team that uh, their defense is going to potentially be one of the best in the entire league, having a quarterback like Ryan Fitzmagic on the roster. You know, he, he is a he is a poised cornerback and he's talented but he's like an old gambler so the only thing about that is is that like sometimes he takes these risks and stuff and then that's when it can kind but, of burn. but i also think like back when he was in miami the defense can help make up for those mistakes yeah yeah because you know he's gonna have a couple things where he just airs it out or he's gonna play where he gets face masks gets pulled and his neck gets broken in three spots and then he drills a receiver down the sidelines Fitz magic is special special anyways uh trevor lawrence um uh, now back to a team in florida looks okay um they announced that he's the starter which i think is the good thing you took him number one overall don't bench him for garden ministry or cj bethard um but he looks you, you know my thoughts on trevor lawrence i've watched some preseason he has so much talent that i think sometimes he tries to do too much there was just like his pocket awareness is amazing. There was a play where a defender like was like coming from behind. His eyes are down the right side of the field, and he just turns and spins out of it like he had like a backup camera on a car. It was so impressive. But then he rolls out. It makes a late throw into good coverage, and it should have gotten picked off. Uh, it was against the Saints. I think it was like – I don't know. But I just think my thoughts on Trevor Lawrence, he's good, going to be good, but – so much talent that sometimes he might try to do too much. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of the preseason. I know he hasn't looked uh, at the level that maybe people expected to be out the gates with him. But I think it's I think it's probably the right move. I think Gardner's going to potentially get, a, get traded and have a chance to start on a team that needs a quarterback, at least to begin the season. Yeah, um, I, I, would like, I would like him to get a chance somewhere. But I think uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know... I think your take could be very valid. As I said, I haven't watched a lot. But I also think uh, the talent level of the Jaguars really does impact uh, Trevor Lawrence as a whole. Because I don't think they have, like, the best offensive line. or No, they don't have a good offensive line. James Robinson's a good running back. They just lost ETN. Yeah, for the season. Um, I like the receiving core. I think the receivers, all each of them can be great. And I think one of them will have a really good year. Um, LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones is still good. And then they have DJ Chark, who has been known to be injury prone, but he's good. Um, moving on, just to keep things rolling, Zach Wilson, I think he's looked pretty good. Um, I think Corey Davis and Elijah Moore are going to have good seasons because I think the Jets are going to be trailing in a lot of games. And so I think they're going to pass the ball. I don't think they have too much of a rushing attack. Is Frank Gore still their running back? Um, I am not sure on that one. I. To be honest, I don't know too much of the Jets roster, but um, 
I think I just think though the potential for for Zach Wilson to have like a decent statistical season. The Jets aren't going to be good, but I think he could have a decent stat season where All he right. throws two touchdowns a game and 200 passing yards. But who knows? Uh, next up in the Bay, Santa Clara, Santa Clara, Levi Stadium. Jimmy G. Jimmy G's got to start. Jimmy G over Trey Lance. Got to start, in my opinion. Gotta Has start. he played during the preseason? Jimmy G, he's played two two drives compared to Trey Lance's 14. Wow. But but have you seen Trey Lance roll out and sling it deep down the field? I understand, but there's – I think Trey Lance, I think he's going to be an exceptional quarterback. He's one of those – I think he's the chance to be like – I'm not going to say he's going to be Mahomes. I don't want to put that on him, you know. But – I think he's the chance to have a development surge in the in a way that Mahomes did where if he sits behind a quarterback for a year. Yeah. Um as I, much as I love Jimmy G, you know, I understand his limitations. I think the way Kyle Shanahan should go about this season. Well he said he's did he's not named a starter and he said that he's willing to play Trey, Trey Lance in like special packages like a Taysom Hill kinda role so teams don't know which quarterback to prepare for. That's smart to say that, but at the same time, it's like I see right through that because, like, you're not going to put your highly touted quarterback prospect that you drafted, uh, like, into that many running packages. Maybe yeah. we'll see, but, like, he would get beat up. Like, anyways, the the one thing I say is that I think the 49ers, the rest of the roster is a team that could make it back to the Super Bowl. And so whatever quarterback's playing well is going to be the one to start. Yeah. And then finally, um, our fandom of a team, the Patriots. If you don't know, the Cup of Bros show supports the Patriots along with a couple other sports franchises. Um, All of you Patriots haters, we're sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, you know, don't hate on us anymore. The team is middle of the We've back. stuck with them. Um, <laughs> so should Max start? Um, Cam Newton currently is resting from COVID testing miscues, which is just seems like some tampering. Um, I don't think he should start. I think Cam should start still. Yeah, I think you Cam give, looked good. I think you give Cam until Cam looks bad, which could be very early. In the I season. don't like Cam Newton's throwing motion anymore. I think I like the one thing I like about. I mean, our receiving core is better, which I want to see Cam play with that for a couple games. But I think Mac does open up her passing game more than Cam. That's the one thing. Oh yeah, but. Cam Newton is special on the, with his legs and his size. So, but our defense is going to be what's going to carry us this year, I think. Patriots defense probably going to be top five again. Belichick just has strung together quite a lot. Where our secondary of carried us last year, he also built up our front seven, and we just traded for Sean Wade, a good that, slot corner, and he's making like less than a million dollars for three years, and then the fourth year it's like one point three million. So, great deal for Sean Wade. He could be the replacement if Gilmore's gone or J.C. Jackson doesn't come back in the future. Uh, but they have a great defensive lineup. Uh, Matthew Judon new, Dante Hightower back, Kyle Van Noy back. It's going to be a really good team um, on the defensive side of the ball. They still have McCordy. They're going to play. Um, uh, who's the safety? I'm blanking now. We Phillips, right? Oh, Adrian Phillips. Adrian is Phillips. A, no, I'm talking about the guy they drafted. Kyle uh, Duggar. Yes. From um, Lenore, Lenore Ryan? I think so. Um, anyways, uh, we'll get in more to Patriots talk when the season's actually underway. But, yeah. Um, so the last thing we're going to talk about in this main segment is European soccer. Um, 
has been going a lot. Like, there's been a lot of changes for big names. We've got um, we've got to run through this pretty fast, so we'll just yeah yeah uh, list them off. If you haven't been following soccer, Ronaldo has been in um, wanting out of Juventus. Yeah, Italian supposedly soccer club. they were benching him, or there was disagreements. And the rumor was Man City up until about uh, this morning. Yeah. Um, and now he might go back to where I think he started his international soccer career at Manchester United. I don't think Ronaldo should go to Man City. I don't know too much about soccer that well, but as my friend Knowlton described it to me, Ronaldo going to Man City would be like Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant going to the Warriors. Yeah. Ronaldo is still a very talented soccer player. If he's interested, maybe he could up the Toffees and go to Everton in the Premier League, but I doubt he'll do that. Uh, Mbappe wants out of PSG. He wants to go to Real Madrid. I mean, Real Madrid sending offers to PSG. Yeah, they've sent offers. They sent 170 million, 200 million. I think the latest one's 212 million dollars. And basically, this is like it's close. It's very, they're very close on the like deal. This is like a financial agreement or discussion publicly. Like, and the the, le- the information's being leaked. So, like, they're tweeting out, "Oh, the offer's now 200 million." So it's kind of funny. Um, Mbappe is a up and coming star. Very, very talented star. And like he is such a good face for whatever club gets him because the revenue, the merch, the he is a hundred million dollar man. Uh with two hundred million dollar man. Well yeah, literally. Um before taxes. And then there was one tweet we saw that PSG to replace Mbappe might be looking at Richarlson. I don't know how any if there's any truth in that. However, I don't really want anyone on Everton touched. No, we're an Everton show here. Uh, yeah. Everton stays at the top. Yeah. Um, one win, one draw so far. Um, but, yeah. So, the European soccer stars, it's interesting because it's like, there's not like, there is off seasons, but it's like a little bit weird because. Because they, they, they have international play and then it's it's all weird. There, there is not a cohesive schedule, but what there is a cohesive schedule for is Cup of Bro, and we are going to take a little break before we get into the final segment, the Bro segment of the show. So you're listening to Cup of Bro here on KCOU 88.1 FM. Hey, Joey, I got some stuff you just got to try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Okay. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga. This is Ryan from Portugal, the man, and you're listening to KCOU 88.1. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. Lay, sir, yeah, yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. 
show goes on all night. Welcome back to Cup of Bro here on KCOU 88.1 FM. My name is Chase Madison. Joined alongside me is Luke Magnanti. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Cup of Bro Show. Um, we are to the final segment or the Trenta segment of Cup of Bro. The Trenta size is actually the biggest size, the Mac Daddy. At Starbucks. Um, anyway, so this is our bro segment of the show where we talk about things that, um, f- things in sports that may not be happening on the field, but rather drama, different things off the field. Um, we will start with the Little League World Series, which is something that's on the field, but uh, interesting and fun to watch. Uh, what are your thoughts, Luke? Uh, yeah, so this year it's only been United States teams, so they changed the format up. Two teams from each region got to represent. So uh, Southern California lost yesterday, so I'm not happy. But but the atmosphere is just it's really different. Uh, normally it's just just crazy atmosphere, you know, where kids from Ohio get to hang out with kids from, I think there was a team from, like, Italy one year. Uh, so it's just... It's all different, you know. I think it's lost a little bit of its lust just because of the formatting issue, formatting that they have to do this year because of uh, global situations. Uh, but, yeah, the star of the tournament was is this kid from uh, South Dakota. Is that the pitcher? Gavin Weir. Yeah. And, like, the districts and then the state tournament and then this tournament, regional tournament and then this tournament. Uh, I think he's recorded 132 outs. And 114 of them have been strikeouts, and he's only allowed one hit. Domination. Absolute domination. <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if he's drafted next year. <laughs> I don't think he can be drafted next year, Chase. Hey, you know, he can go from doing algebra he 1. He only throws 75. <laughs> he's also like 12 years old. Ball placement. Ball placement. I don't think I can get a hit off him. Um, but maybe that's just me. Um, so that's a little League World Series for you. Um Another thing that's so next up, sports related, but not really sports related. It's just sports venue related. Kanye West is holding a listening party. I don't know if it happened last night or it's tonight um, at Soldier Field in the Chicago area. Um, he went from Atlanta and Mercedes Benz Stadium to Soldier Field. Is he ever going to release Donda? Uh, no. Yeah, well, he's just gonna perform it at random concerts. I think he's becoming the NFL stadium king because he literally lived in the Falcon Stadium and now he's at the Bears Field, um, and they built like a full house on the stadium. So it's gonna be an interesting listening party, um, just kind of an interesting crossover. Uh, next up, uh, Nerlens Noel. Um, this story kind of came out about a week ago, maybe more. Um, he's suing Rich Paul, who is the head of Clutch Sports, Clutch with a K, um, if you're familiar with that, who represents big names like LeBron, Ben Simmons, um, Nerlens Noel used to be. Uh, what do you know about this this suing, Luke? Uh, yeah, I just know that Nerlens Noel is claiming that Rich Paul has been focusing on his bigger clients like those like LeBron James as opposed to less star caliber lower star caliber players like Nerlens Noel, causing him to lose out on potentially lucrative deals. Yeah, so um, 
I've looked into this story a little bit, and it's actually very interesting. And Nerlens Noel has great points with the Sioux. However, it just like feels like can it be something you're actually sued for? I think because, it can be because like there's a contract and stuff, but basically Nerlens Noel is claiming that Rich uh, Rich Paul's party. Um, declined deals and declined to negotiate with teams that were willing to offer him more money without telling Nerlens. Um, what happened was is that in, I believe, the 2018 offseason, maybe, the Mavs were offering him four years and, like, $70 million or something, and Rich Paul basically turned that down and told him to go all out for this for this other team, and then deals didn't come half through, and he signed, like, a minimum deal with the Mavs. Um, he finally got a good payday this offseason with the Knicks to come back as their backup center. Um, I believe it's like four years, maybe like 60 million. It might be less than that. But uh, interesting, to say the least. Um, I would love for Nerlens Noel to win this because... I think he can... I think it's on the claims of probably like conflict of interest. What do you mean? Uh, maybe if Nerlens Noel takes that $58 million deal with the Mavs, someone else from another client of Clutch Sports would not be able to sign for as much. Yeah. So I think that's where the argument maybe comes in. I don't know. For the grounds of getting sued. Yeah, so, well, I just, you know, Rich Paul just seems like a little bit of a schemer. Um, He only kind of got big because LeBron helped him. So interesting, to say the least. Um, But we'll have to see where it goes from. Um Real quick, uh, Luke, what are your thoughts on bullet points? I hate them. I absolutely huh? hate them. <laughs> we were working on our on our show plan last night, and the bullet points didn't want to work. And I let them have a piece of my mind. So, yeah. What was some... the nickname you gave me? Um, you texted it to me. I'll look it up. Talk about the next thing. Shout out Nick Swanson for our next bullet point. So I guess Drake officially announced that he's releasing his album. Um, you know, you know how I actually um, am going to find out that Drake released his album. How? Um, so, well, it's it, it says appears to have a release date, so it's not confirmed, but it says um, September third is what is seemingly going to be confirmed for Certified Lover Boy is the potential name. Um, Drake has cut a heart into his hair and is just going full lover boy. Um, but what was I going to say? Uh, I think um, I'm going to find out that when Drake releases his album because of LeBron, I'll just be on Instagram and see LeBron's Instagram story, just, you know, playing some new music and it be Drake's songs. And I'll be like, oh, that's how, because, you know, LeBron likes to do the whole karaoke thing where he doesn't know the words. It's great. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm excited. I, I like Drake as a performer and an artist. And I found the nickname. You gave me the nickname of Professor Bullpoint. Oh, I didn't even type bullet. Yeah, you didn't even type bullet. You just said bull. Well, that could have a lot of meanings, I guess. Um, <laughs> so to wrap up our bro segment um, this wonderful Friday morning on Cup of Bro, um, a couple days ago we had Marvel's Next Step into a big 
future of the universe Spider-Man trailer. What were your thoughts, Luke? Uh, I thought it was absolutely incredible. Are you a big MCU fan? Have I, you watched all of them? I have watched most of them. I haven't watched Black Widow. I haven't got around to it. So I've watched everything but Black Widow. And I think The Incredible Hulk, I don't think I've, I've ever seen from start to end. Okay, I've seen every single movie, and I was a big fan all the way through Endgame. And then post-Endgame, I haven't had time, much time to keep up with it. Um, the thing is, is I haven't watched the two Disney Plus shows. And supposedly... You mean three? Yes, but Loki supposedly doesn't tie into anything in the future, really. Who knows? But WandaVision does. Yeah, I watched and then that one. Captain... Uh, uh, um, Captain... It was Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier, pardon me, um, doesn't tie. It kind of does. Well, like, I heard there's elements. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, you probably could just get read something and get the gist for these new movies. There's Black Widow, Spider-Man, and then Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, yeah. Shang-Chi. Um, that comes out uh, September 3rd. Shang-Chi does? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, that one I actually want to see. I think that I do want to see really that good. one, too. Anyways, Spider-Man trailer. This Spider-Man is a fast turnaround for Spider-Man. It's uh, No Way Home is the no name. No Way Home, yeah. Um, Coming out around early December. My initial thoughts is... Like, it's a quick turn for Spider-Man, but Spider-Man is leading the franchise right now in the, the viewership, and so it makes sense that Marvel did this and got this movie done. Um, Big, from, ambitious project, too. Yeah, from seeing the trailer, also, the agreements with Sony, while they're, term, while they're still on good terms, put a movie out. Um, I like to see Doctor Strange. I think he is a great character. He could be the new... He's kind of like an Iron Man type, or like a Nick Fury, where he just appears in everything. I'm fine with him appearing in everything. Um, or Black Widow at the beginning. Um, but what I will say, I thought from the trailer is, and this is part of my thoughts too on like Captain America, like Winter Soldier a little bit and Civil War. When there's a lot of internal conflict, it just sometimes like I don't love that because it's like, oh, it's like Peter Parker, like he wants his name. The idea is he wants his name to be not recognized. He wants to go back to being hidden. Because at the end of Far From Home, he gets re revealed to everybody who he is by Mysterio. So I, I'll have to see if the internal conflict, like, like oh, if you are just if you just had less hubris, Peter Parker, and, like, well, I guess he just wants to be held, but, like, quiet. But we'll have to see. It still looks really cool. Maybe Tobey Maguire appearance. Maybe Andrew Garfield. Who knows? Maybe. Andrew Garfield, the best Spider-Man. Nope. Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Tobey Maguire's the best Spider-Man. All right. So I think that wraps it up for our episode one of Cup of Bro here on KCLU 88.1 FM. We will have a ton to talk about next Friday with college football getting into a swing. Thank you for listening to us and joining us this morning. My coffee is empty, which means the show is coming to a close. Luke, any last thoughts? If you build it, they will come. Boom. What is that from? Uh, Field of Dreams. Nice. All righty. Oh, I knew that. Uh, um, thank you for joining us. You're listening to KCLU 88.1 FM. Let's hit that pinball game. Let's go. 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 Let's
better move. That was before I had internet. Ooh, you better move. Oh, 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 you better move. 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 Louis, my shoes. Pull out my whip on 22s. I saw 